What is Love up, everybody? Talk My name radio. Is... Gotta wait. I guess I gotta uh, wait for the intro there. What is up, everybody? My name is Stephen Urquintello. I actually thought I was live not long ago, and I wasn't. It, the the whole call thing just hung up on me because I dialed in. You know, I, I'm hands free right now. I got the mic plugged in and trying to learn this this mic thing to be hands free, so I'm not on my phone. Just make things a little bit easier for me, a little bit better for y'all. And anyways, I think you can hear me now. I think I'm live now. So again, my name is Stephen Urquintello. I have no idea what the name of this show is called. Haven't came up with the name yet. I know that I did call it before Urquintello Tales, T-A-L-E-S, and changed that because I was talking about other things outside of just my tales of what I do. And so now I really don't have a name for it, but Stephen Urquintello Podcast sounds just pretty right to the point. So for now, I think that's what I'm just going to keep it. The Stephen Urquintello podcast. And uh, so uh, I think there might be a little delay. Not really sure if everything is working or not. So guys, we're going to talk about quite a bit of things, but nothing really too much. Just simple things. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not really too distracted right now. I'm just trying to make sure everybody can hear me because, again, it shows that I am live. I'm just waiting for somebody out there to message me and let me know. Again, there we go. Okay, I am live. Somebody just told me. So there's always a little delay in these things, and now that I got it, next week will be perfect. So now we can get on with this. I'm going to read the description of what tonight was going was gonna to be about. A um, little bit of it is, but I'm going to read the description tonight of – what this was going to be about. All right. It's going to be paranormal UFOs, Bigfoot relationships, movies, movie reviews, which we are going to get into just a little bit about the conjuring three. I have not seen it yet, but I do have a little bit of things that I want to talk about when it comes to the conjuring three. Uh, in this, in this description that I wrote, I did mention, we're going to talk about people being people, but we're not going to talk about that. Everybody knows how people are being right now. And there's absolutely no reason to discuss people, peopling, but uh, yeah, we're going to discuss Bigfoot, UFOs, you know, a couple, couple things here and there, as well as black-eyed children. It's going to be pretty quick. I don't know if a lot of people know about the black-eyed children or not, but they are interesting. There, there are some theories about them that can be quite intriguing. I personally have never seen one at all, but they do correlate with the paranormal. A lot of people think that they are, they're so evil, probably because they have black eyes. If they had white eyes, they probably wouldn't be so evil. But that's just how the paranormal field kind of works. And uh, we're going to stay away from that aspect of it. We're going to make tonight's show not about any negativity tonight. I know last week's show, a lot of people thought that that's what it was about. Oh, you're just attacking everybody and you're saying this because people kind of forgot that being real and real reality is a completely different language to a lot of people. So speaking the truth nowadays, guys, is is apparently negative, regardless of how it comes off, regardless of how your tone may be. Speaking the truth is a uh, foreign language and just a topic apparently people do not like to discuss. But let's get kind of right into it, guys. Let's talk about the hmm, – let's talk about the black-eyed children. How about that? Because I was going to mention UFOs, but – it's said that the Black Eyed Children and UFOs go hand in hand, so might as well just kind of mix them both in there, right? What are Black Eyed 
children. Black-eyed children are said to be the resemblance of children between about the ages of 6 and 16. Why those numbers? Here's what I think, right? Well, they're black-eyed children. They're, like I said, because they have black eyes, they have to be oh so evil, right? And then the fact that they're in between the ages of 6 and 16. Now, I know that's not 6 and 66 years old. That would have been 666. However, they're not called the black-eyed humans. They're called the black-eyed children. So, of course, they're going to pick numbers that resemble 6 and 6, about as close as they can get to 666, right? So that's kind of my theory on why they picked in between 6 and 16 years old. The fact that they even say a six-year-old kind of blows my mind based off what people have said these black-eyed children do. I feel like it's a little far-fetched for a lot of six-year-olds to be doing this, but uh, your opinion definitely could vary and be a little different based off what I'm about to read. So I'm actually reading this from a website, just a little bit of it, and the rest I'll touch touch base on. We don't have a lot to say about about black-eyed children, guys, but... Here's the biology of what that is, right? They're said to resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16 years old. Distinguishing physical features include pale skin, thing or nightgowns. I, why nightgowns? I really don't know. I have to put on my glasses here. Little, little blurry. Let me throw these on real quick. There we go. Average clothing or nightgowns. Nightgowns, again, I have no idea why. And as their name would imply, black eyes. So they have very pale skin like vampires, average clothing or nightgowns, and black eyes. Pretty simple, pretty creepy. I mean, the pale skin and the black eyes and their kids. Kids are creepy anyways, let alone if they look like this. So it said that the eyes may resemble solid black orbs or empty black spaces, maybe a black hole. Not not really sure what what a black orb has to really do with it. I'm assuming, again, you know, I know orbs in the paranormal field, spiritual energy, and the fact that if it's a lighter orb, it means positivity. If it's a darker orb, it means, well, dark. I, I, I'm not really sure who kind of decided that factor when it comes to this. But, but that's what it said. They, you know, they resemble black orbs. Now, the behavior, the behavior of the behave, behavior, 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 however you want to pronounce it, how these, how these children act, right? Black-eyed children are supposedly encountered exclusively, mm-hmm. right, exclusively at night. Uh, I, again, I mean, why wouldn't they, right? Apparently the paranormal only works at nighttime. Nobody's ever done a daytime investigation and got solid clarification or classification or documentation or classified anything or anything when it comes to the paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. So black-eyed children are supposedly encountered exclusively, and they, they, they say exclusively at night, typically in isolated residual areas or roads. Okay, first off, why would a six-year-old children, child, uh, be on an isolated road? I mean, I guess if it's a ghost or an alien, it, it doesn't really matter, right? But, but then again, that's just kind of weird, right? I mean, if, uh, maybe it's because, you know, Children are innocent, and I mean, if you're driving down a isolated road, one, I'm not going to stop. I don't care who it is. If it's in the middle of the night, I've seen way too many Texas Chainsaw Massacres at empty gas station. I'm not stopping any. I, I lie. I probably would. I do love creepy shit, but kids are creepier, and I'm not about to stop if I see a child walking down the street. I know a lot of other people would. 
women most likely because you know that motherly instinct would kick in but i'm not i'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it at all nope especially if it's a little six six-year-old boy because that's that's there's no reason for them to be out there so anyways let's get let's get back to this though right typically where would i end it at typically in isolated residual areas or roads right witnesses claim that they knock on their doors and in a flat i'm assuming their doors would just be the residual um housing development so witnesses claim that they knock on their doors and in a flat monotone voice they ask for something okay let's see what they ask for request may include those for a glass of water okay to use the restroom a phone call food or ride home okay so I'm really not sure what the point is like I'm still kind of confused like I'm reading it I am I'm reading it. I'm reading it exactly like it is to you guys but what's the point what do they do do they kill you I mean they can't do that because there's been witnesses witnesses have claimed that they've seen these these black-eyed children so what do they do is that maybe why they're aliens and they're not killing they're observing they're they're just kind of like lingering around like oh hey cool the human population is still nice they gave me some water we do not have to probe this one. Oh, they let me use the restroom yay great i had to use the bathroom. i can get back on my ship now this 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 neighborhood is safe like what is their agenda i i don't understand like what if you fed them what would they do how would they eat i want to know have if there's ever been any witnesses that actually gave someone a ride home a black-eyed child have they ever given a black-eyed child a ride home maybe fed them have they have they let them use the phone who'd they call did they stand there and listen to the conversation because all this is really saying is uh that's what they asked for and it doesn't state that yeah it doesn't state that at least on this page it doesn't state that anybody has ever offered them anything so I don't yeah, I, I don't know. But here, here we go right here. As one might expect, right? So here they are. They're offering, you know, the water, restroom, phone call, food, a ride home. As one might expect, most people refuse to allow them into their homes. They have also allegedly been seen hitchhiking or begging on roads. Okay, so now I don't feel like a total asshole being that I did just say if I would if I was driving on the road, an isolated road, and I saw a little six-year-old boy walking. I'm not, I'm not stopping. So apparently I'm not the only one because, like it says, as one might expect, most people refuse to allow them to enter their home. So that's good. You know, I mean, I, I, I think if one maybe came up to the house to living, I guess it, he, she, whatever, whatever you want to call these things, I, I would be more inclined to letting it do I mean, I definitely get it some water. I would definitely, if it asked to use the phone, absolutely. That's probably the one thing that I would definitely do because I want to know. I want to know who you're going to call. I need to hear how you how you speak outside of just asking questions. Mm-hmm. I need to know these things, you know. So that pretty much sums up black eyed children. There, there's not really a whole whole lot. I think it's a lot of stories. You know, hearsay, he said, she said, when it comes to black-eyed children. 
I personally don't know anybody that has encountered a black-eyed child. I have seen movies on, like, documentary kind of movies that they talk about them every now and then. I can't remember. It it was on one of these. I can't even know. 2B TV, Hulu, there's so many of Prime, Netflix. There's so many streaming networks right now that I couldn't tell you what it was even called, what it was. But there's been some stories, you know, that, that I've watched other people talk about, but I don't know personally anybody that has seen a black eyed child. If you have, and you know, you're on my social media, you want, you want to hit me up, let me know your story. That would actually be kind of cool. I've always heard about black eyed children, right? I've heard about them in the paranormal field being, I've been doing this. I've just never encountered them. I never really wanted to do research on them. I just kind of felt like, again, it was more of a, it was, how was this put to me? How was this put to me? Um, by my, by, what did she say? What did, what did Heather say? Heather said, I was just on the phone with her before I uh, went live. Oh yeah. She said, she said, what, what, what is it? What is the black eyed child? What is that? What is that? An X-file case? An unsolved X-file case? I Mulder, pro, you know what? I wonder if that actually is a, uh, a case, you know, I'm actually going to look that up right now. I got the computer in front of me. X-files, black eyed children, black eyed, how do you spell uh, children? I, I, you know, I've seen, I thought that I've seen every X-File case that there was, and I don't recall ever seeing anything like this. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. The only thing that pops up, I did Google X-Files, Black Eyed Children, and the only thing that pops up is the title X-Files and all guys have been, it doesn't really say anything about Black Eyed, Black Eyed, oh, right here, Ian, uh, X-Files series, here, here we go, right here. Black-eyed children or black-eyed kids are contemporary legends of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children. I'm assuming it's going to say, you know, between the ages of 6 and 16. But Series 3, Episode 6 of The X-Files. This actually says Ian's X-Files. So I don't think that's the actual X-Files. This is Ian's stuff. But Ian is onto something, apparently. So, you know, that's cool, Ian. Um, there's not, there's not really a whole lot guys about this. So do I think they're aliens? Let's talk a little bit about aliens. I know that. Do I believe in aliens? I, I do. I do. I do believe in, I believe in UFOs, uh, unidentified flying objects. A lot of people think aliens are UFOs. UFOs are just unidentified flying objects. They're not aliens. I mean, if you can't identify what's in the sky because your, your eyesight isn't great or whatnot, your camera's not picking it up. That's a UFO. Um, it has nothing to do, in my opinion, that oh, UFO, it's an alien. No, UFO, unidentified flying object. So do I believe in UFOs? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people forgot what UFOs mean. It doesn't just mean aliens. So I do believe in UFOs. Do I believe in aliens? Now, are we talking about anything that is living outside of planet Earth on another planet, on, a, on a, another galaxy? Yes, the galaxy is way too large. There's millions and millions of other galaxies just like ours that we can't reach, but our satellites, our telescopes, everything have been able to see them. So if we do this, there's absolutely no other reason that some type of life form does exist out there in an endless world of space that we've seen with telescopes that are billions and billions of light years away. A lot of people know if you've been listening to my shows for a long time, I've done a lot of shows I've touched a lot of topics on space. It's, it's one of my things. I genuinely, 
I actually love space. I love energy. I love planets. I love all of that and that factuality more than the paranormal. I, I do think there's a very low correlation with, I, you know, guys, I have to say this hands-free situation is amazing. I'm just sitting in, I don't mean to, I don't mean to change subject real quick, but I don't have my phone to my ear. I'm hands-free. I'm just sitting here, rocking back and forth in the chair, speaking in the mic. I feel like I'm in a studio, like I'm about to Eminem the shit out of this microphone right now. But uh, it's nice. I got to say it's nice. feels good. Anyways, back, back, to, uh, back to space, back to what I was talking about. I do think there's a correlation, a very minimal one, when it comes to the paranormal. Energy, obviously, you know, once it's out of our system and out of our vessel, it does travel. It's no longer harnessed by anything. So it is a free-floating object, and we could go anywhere. We could disperse anywhere. We can go thousands of miles in the sky. We can go thousands of miles to the left, to the right, and so forth. We can go in circles if we want to. And I believe that's why in paranormal investigations, we never see – I know people will tell me, I've seen full-body apparitions. I have. All right. But you haven't documented it, so you haven't seen it. Maybe you did, but you didn't prove it. Um, but I think that's why we don't get full-blown conversations with EVPs. I think that's why we get a lot of blurs out of the corner of our eyes. And we get feelings because the full energy of one being is not within that location because it's not harnessed. There's nothing there. There's no vessel for it to be. You know, the power lines outside, they're, they're harnessed. The energy is trapped inside of it. Same with, a, with the light switch. You know, you flip it on, it goes right to the power. The, it's, the energy is harnessed. It floods throughout the wires. It's the same with our bodies. So when we die, it goes left, right, up, down. It doesn't, it doesn't know how to control it. Um, the energy doesn't know how to control itself to contain itself. So when we're at an investigation and we pick up an EVP that says a whisper or I or hey or one word, I mean, you're not getting the full, you're not getting the full entity because all of that entity is not right there within that realm, within your, within your, I guess we can call it, should we call it gamma rays, hertz, you know, things like that. Not going to get too deep into that. I've done plenty of episodes on that, guys. If you want to, if you, if you have a podcast app, you can, you can search my name and they'll all pop up or you can go to my website, therealstevenercantello.com. A few of my podcasts are on there. Click on that. I think it opens it up to a more wide variety of all my podcasts. But alien-wise, aliens, aliens, aliens. I <laughs> and you made my night too. So I got a text. So I just wanted to wanted to address that real quick. Um, dang, I lost my concentration again. What was I saying? Yeah, we were talking about space, right? Aliens. That's right. Aliens. The government, right? The government um, declassified, right? They, they, they showed us some stuff. They, they did. They released some info just to sidetrack us again, right? Now, this, <laughs> this podcast can't get shut down, so I'm going to be very careful with what I talk about. I just don't want the government fucking shutting it down. It has nothing to do. I can say whatever I want. I'm just, I'm just also not trying to have that situation. Uh, declassified stuff, though, you know, the aliens and them, them showing everybody, yeah, see, look what we got. <laughs> okay. If you believe that what they're showing us, not saying it's not fake, you know, I'm not saying it's not real. <laughs> That's the same thing. I'm not saying it's not fake. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying it's real, but it's something. It's something for us to be like, ooh, ah, that's so exciting. Look, we knew they were hiding stuff. You think they're really going to show us the true depths of what they have? No, of course not. We can't, we can't handle any truth, guys. We can't handle the truth. 
<laughs> look at look at what look at what look what happens when the truth gets spoken. I mean, wars start and and violence and the news and race wars and marches up to, to Congress and people doing whatever they want. There's there's no there's no order. We can't handle the truth, man. If they if they showed an alien body and had and and got on their little radar cell phone thingies and had alien spacecraft just fly down here to the space, we we would lose it. I mean, it wouldn't. They're not going to show us everything, but I do believe they're out there. I do believe aliens are out there. I do believe that I don't. I don't necessarily believe that they've been here for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years. I do believe they're more intelligent than we are. Obviously, if they're flying around in, in unidentified flying objects and spacecraft that take off within the blink of an eye, clearly they're more intelligent than us. Being being that we we can't even rebuild the pyramids, guys. We can't even do the pyramids, and we have all this technology, and we have we have smart we have smartphones. We have we have the ability to you know drive over 100 miles an hour, fly in the sky. We have the ability to do so many things, but we can't even rebuild the pyramids. So do I think that we become less educated when it comes to certain things? Absolutely. Do I think aliens have enhanced their abilities to become more intellectual? Absolutely. I mean, it it's proof. We can't even do what they're doing. Yeah, we send a rocket space, you know, rocket ship shoo, to the the moon and other planets, you know, supposedly we do, you know, that's give or, I, I think we landed on the moon, but that's a whole other story as well. But look how slow, ultimately, I know it's going super fast, just like the planes and everything, but look ultimately how slow they truly are going in our atmosphere when you look up, based off when you see a video of a UFO flying, done, gone, like, you, you it's, if you blink, you miss it. And there's plenty of times where I was watching YouTube videos where I did blink. I have Tourette's. I'm, I mean, I blink all the time. So I roll my eyes in the back of their head. I, I do a lot of weird shit over here because I have Tourette's. I'm Tourette now. Now you could probably hear it when I'm doing that. But man, yeah, I mean, I definitely believe in aliens. I definitely believe there is something out there. I believe in UFOs more than aliens. I do believe there's more unidentified flying objects out there that our own government makes. I mean, they have to, they have to be making things even if they're from other countries. I mean, look how fast these supposedly aliens, right, take off. They're gone, right? We can't even pick that up on our satellites, on our radars, on anything when they're going that fast. So who's to say that other countries aren't making these unidentified flying objects? We don't, we don't, we don't know. I mean, again, would we know that was actually the case? Because a lot of you think, oh, our government wouldn't lie to us, you know, but, well, <laughs> I mean – it's COVID-19, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot coming out, guys. There's a lot coming out. A lot of stuff I said about a year and a half ago that, that would, for you guys, for those that have been following me, I mean, I've been, I've been saying this shit for a while now and, you know, I got, got a lot of heat for it. And here it comes. Like it, it's all slowly turning the pages, opening up. They're, they're, they're giving it to us. So yeah, I do. I do believe in aliens, black eyed children. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I, I really don't know what to say about that. Uh, maybe their kids wearing contacts and they got like a GoPro and they're just scaring people. I mean, that'd be kind of funny, right? Put a bunch of like kids together, give them some black contacts and let them knock on people's doors and see what happens. That'd be hilarious. I would actually enjoy that to watch some videos. So if you have any kids out there and that's what you want to do because they can act really well would actually be 
highly entertaining. That would be worth TikTok. I don't watch, I don't, I don't go on TikTok. I think a lot of social media is kind of ignorant, but that would be entertaining to watch on TikTok. Matter of fact, throw it on YouTube. YouTube's so much better than TikTok. Let me, let me, let me see here. I did have a thing from somebody here on Instagram was mentioned to how about this, right? So here's the thing. So uh, Aaron, Aaron is the mom of Aaron's the mom of the ghostly girls out in California. <laughs> I interviewed them maybe three weeks ago, a month ago. And I, I you know, I talked about them. Yes. Uh, not yesterday, last week, the two younger girls, the younger girls, ghostly girls, guys, go look them up. A lot, a lot of y'all know, of them, know about them. They're, they're, they're getting bigger and bigger, you know, within the field. So, but their mom messaged me and said, Hmm, how about dot, dot, dot. And this, this is something to talk about how to get the paranormal community back on track, steering away from over dramatization. Well, she did say that could be an hour's worth of conversation right there. I could go on and on for 24 hours and not even get up out of this chair to talk about that. Everybody knows my passion and intensity when it comes to the paranormal. If you've been following me, it is, I'm, I'm going to get into this, but, but I may, I'm going to answer this question. And I haven't had any time to really think about it. That came in probably 15 minutes before I had to go live. So a lot of this stuff, guys, is literally just freestyling off the top of my head. I have no notes in front of me. I have nothing. I, right now, I have a rock star sitting in front of me and a, a rice cake, a chocolate rice cake with peanut butter. I don't, I'm so busy throughout the week half the time. I'm like, oh, it's Saturday. I got a podcast to do. What was it about again? And I stress for about 30 minutes, and then I just hop on the mic and let it roll. I, I really don't have any notes. I just mentally kind of do this. I feel like it's the best way to do it. And the fact that I don't take any breaks, I ain't got no music playing. It's just me. Anyways, I'm going to stop rambling. Let's get into that question. I may get a little intense here. I may just start start going in on it because everybody does know, if you've been following me for a while, the paranormal is my passion. It is what I do. It's the only thing that I know. Like I made a post on Facebook. I know absolutely nothing else. Don't have a degree in college. Don't have anything. I don't have a trade school. Nothing. This is all I know. So this is uh, this is my two cents on that. This is this is how I feel like we could stop the over dramatization. Is people need to. This is going to come off cocky and arrogant, but people need to be more like me. Me me me. Very selfish on that one. But this is why. Because nobody in the field opens their mouth like me and backs it like me. I feel like it needs to be done. You know how many message I, messages I get a day from the paranormal, I wouldn't say community, people in the paranormal, oh, this piece of shit here. Why is this person saying this? This, this person bullshit. That's fake. That's this. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. Shit, go say something. Don't, don't, you telling me is going to do absolutely what? What you telling me? What is that going to do? Is it helping you? Are you venting it? Are you getting it off your chest? Do you feel better? Go tell that motherfucker over there. Don't tell me. There's nothing I can do about it. You, you tell them. You address them publicly. You call them out, right? I mean, you're going to shut them down. I mean, people are like, oh, you're a bully. No, you just if, – if you are so passionate about this field, if you are so dedicated to this field, 
called them out. Why? If you're at a job, right? You're at a job, right? You're manager of a job, right? Because in this, in this, in this, in this field, I don't know why I just picked up my phone, but in this field, you are your own brand. A lot of people, oh, it's a hobby. Well, still, <laughs> you have a team name, right? So this is something that you truly decided to do, create, make, and you want people to see it. Then you need to respect respect it as your brand. You run that brand. That is your baby. That's your manager in the paranormal field. Are your fucking employees? Now, if you have a piece of shit walking in to your realm, to your brand, to what it is that you do, you're going to let people – you're just going to let people sit there and fucking destroy it because they're uneducated, because they're looking for 15 minutes of fame, because they're saying stupid, ignorant shit with stuff they don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, I saw a ghost. Oh, my God. It's a demon. Oh, my God. I got scratched. Really? Where? Where's the proof? Producing ovulus? Oh my God, you used an ovulus and it said something. It said one little word. You asked if it was a boy or a girl and it said rain. And, and you're like, it is raining outside. Oh my God, there's a ghost here. Wow. And y'all sit there and accept that. Yeah, well, they're not bothering me, you know. No, but they're bothering the field. They're hurting the field. Addressing certain situations is not going to make you a negative person. It really doesn't even matter how the tone is in your voice. The fact that you're actually saying something means that you're representing something that you stand for, that you're passionate for, and that you're taking a stand in a cause and something that you truly, 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 truly believe in. There is absolutely nothing wrong with doing that, especially when it comes to the paranormal community, and that is how you're going to change it. You are going to have to take a stand against this bullshit. There is no ifs, ands, or buts when it comes down to that. Now, a lot of people can sit there and say, well, I, I just want to do me. Oh, that's great. Hey, do you then? Have that mentality. Have that mentality that some rapper said a long time ago. You do you, boo. You have that mentality. Let's see how far that gets you. <laughs> because I'm telling you. The floodgates are open, and it is flooding with shit in this field because of everybody keeping their mouth shut. I don't know a single person out there in this field like me who has spoken up the way that I spoke up, and there's a reasoning that I'm getting the things that I'm getting. And it's because – it's not because I'm an asshole. It's not because I'm a dick. It's not because I'm arrogant. I'm cocky. It's not because I'm uh, – probably my looks. My looks probably do have something to do with it. I mean I'm not going to deny that. The, again, the truth is what it is. But it's because I'm not afraid to open up my mouth and speak through this microphone, speak through my phone, use my fingers to type an update and make it public for anybody to see. If you are dedicated towards something, you are going to rep that something with every single thing that you have, and you will not let anybody belittle what that dedication is. So what are you afraid of? Like, What are you afraid of to go up against? A bunch of middle-aged men and women who literally know nothing. Like, in the scheme of all things, what do they know? You could Somebody could message me right now, and if anybody is listening, message me within 30 seconds, right? I'll, I'll keep talking about anything, but message me within 30 seconds and just paranormal hands down i will I'll, I'll just flip it and start talking about it because i'm too passionate about it because it's my thing give that to somebody else let somebody else come on a podcast matter of fact let's let one of these people that that are in the paranormal community be on a podcast give them random topics off the top of their head that just go 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 it's been 33 minutes and i have yet to take a break or stop talking and i'm still making sense while i do it and the thing is is how we're going to change it again guys not being negative being truthful how to change the field right how to change the field without being 
So I said somebody to message me, and all they did was message me and said messaging you. All right. Well, that's not really a topic, but I did say just message me. Um, so thank you. But, I mean, stay, stay clear away from dramatization. That's pretty much it. And, guys, I, that's it. I mean, you can't really control how these clowns are going to act in a circus ran by a bunch of monkeys. But... I mean, what 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 is that called? You when you're the zoo person, zookeeper, right? You can be the zookeeper, <laughs> make it happen. But doing you is not gonna be the way to 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 do it. Like do you? I'm just gonna post videos. I'm just gonna show shit. I'm just gonna do this. All right, that's cool. Not stopping the floodgate. Fix it. Handle it. You gotta be about it. All right. Someone just messaged me debunking. <laughs> so debunking we could talk we could talk about debunking debunking footage a lot of people don't even do that anymore a lot of people go go to youtube right now i mean you have to do it right now listen to me i'm more important than anybody that you're about to look up on youtube unless it's me but (laughs) that part you could check mark arrogant and cocky on that one i'll give that one to you but seriously if you're gonna look up youtube look me up because mine so much better but debunking guys debunking no paranormal investigator i won't say none but a lot of them don't do this um, go to YouTube, right? Don't look me up. Look, look other people up for real. Look them up. Watch what they get. They won't debunk it. Oh man, it's a cold spot in here. Oh shit. It, it, it's not the fact that it's winter time. It's not the fact that it's getting later. It's not the fact that there's a cracked window open. It's not the fact that we're going deeper into a basement. Oh, it has to be a ghost. Oh, I just walked into a cobweb. It felt like a, it felt like a web of something. <laughs> no, they were, no, it's a ghost. Come on. Not the ghost. These people don't know how to debunk anything. They, they hear any type of noise and they want that credibility because they know that they're not going to get anything just with night vision cameras or their EMF pumps or their little K2 meters or flashlight tests. It's just not going to happen. won't ever happen. And it's because they're not pushing the boundaries to be able to make things bunkable, debunkable, all that, all that. You know, and, and is bunkable even a word? Like if you're going to debunk it, it's got to be bunkable, right? Bunkable. But uh, I, I'm going to put that on a shirt. You debunk things, I bunkle things. I, I, I'm, I'm going to make that happen. But, yeah, nobody debunks things. I mean, that's, that pretty much boils down to that. It's They don't want to. They want views. Why, why would they debunk something when it's, oh, my God, did you just hear that noise right now? Cameras are shut off. Oh, yeah, that was me. You know, like I hit the table by accident or I slammed the door. I'm sorry. I didn't want to say anything. I knew you were, were recording. I just figured I'd tell you afterwards. Oh, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you not saying anything allows me now to interpret it the way I want to to make other people perceive it the way that I tell them to. Oh, okay. So clever. You got everybody. And the problem is, is uh, the problem is, is, is that. A lot of the people that watch this shit believe this shit. They're watching shit because that's all they've ever seen is shit after shit. So what are you gonna? What are you, eventually? That's all you're gonna know is shit. You ain't gonna want to watch someone like me. I'm too fucking real with it. If you go, go to my YouTube page, seriously, that this part for real. There's two parts: Edinburgh Manor, part one and part two. Part one, I uh, K2 meter went off. I was scanning by these supposedly haunted stuffed bears or animals or, or dolls. I think it was dolls. And so the, the K2 meter went off. It went off. I don't even believe in the K2 meter. Turn around, right? Because uh, the, the, the douchebag that I was with at the time, he uh, was filming, and he – what was that? I turned around. The door slammed. 
uh, I think a little bit of it got put on film. I think you could see kind of the door stem, but you definitely hear it. So we, we haul off, we all asked into the room, right? And let me tell you something. That video, it didn't get a lot of views, right? Then maybe a couple hundred, right? That video got more views than part two. You know what part two was? Proving that it was fake. Why didn't people watch the debunking? I, I proved it was fake. I showed everybody the EMF behind the doll, which is what's going to make the K2 meter go off. I then we walked around the build. We walked around the side where the door slammed. I showed the individual who was over there had a, a floss tied to the doorknob. She was behind the other door, pulled it really hard. It took about eh, six takes, six takes, six takes, right? Without a professional camera crew, without engineers, without any of that. Imagine what these networks do. Think about that. Imagine what Ghost Adventures does. Imagine what Portals to Hell does, which is imagine imagine what 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 Nick Groff does. He's Nick Groff is a Nick Groff is a joke. Half ninety nine percent of his stuff is fake. I I can tell you that. I know ninety nine percent of it. We all know how we all know about Bobo Baggins. We all know that he's a, he's a bozo. He's a, he's the headmaster of this circus. Um, but none of them are going to debunk it. They don't want to. It doesn't. It doesn't bring in ratings. You know, it doesn't sell slots. It doesn't sell commercial spots. It doesn't get these YouTubers. Um, doesn't get them. What is it? Sponsorships. You know, it doesn't get them views. But the fact that part number one got more views than part number two, people didn't want to go see it be debunked. They didn't want to believe it. They wanted to believe the bullshit. And I'm here to discredit the bullshit. I'm here to call everybody out on that bullshit with no hesitation. I'm not really too worried about it. I'm not really too upset about it. And if anything, I actually got a lot of cool surprises. There, there's a bunch of clown things, right, in my closet right now. Uh, I think I have one, one, two, three, four, five. I have about seven. And I'm going to do a little project with these clowns, and they are going to represent the paranormal community and the circus that this show is. And I have a lot of things coming up, guys, with that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be done very soon by the end of this month. I'm excited. So, I mean, I really, I really honestly don't have too much more to say. I was pushing this show to be about an hour. And unless anybody has any more questions, I could ramble. I could go on and on. But like I said, I really, 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 really don't want to um, ramble on too much. I got a lot of shows coming up every Saturday night, 9 p.m. right here. Same old thing. Like I said, you can go to my website. Oh, guys, guess what? I'm actually going to be doing, if anybody does have any questions, feel free to feel free to message me. Text me if you have my number. Anything. This doesn't have to be paranormal related. I will literally talk about anything. It doesn't have to be paranormal related. Text me. Shoot me a, a message on Facebook, Instagram. I don't, I don't do all that other ridiculous apps. It's, it's all the same shit. So don't message me on anything else. Just message me on Facebook or Instagram. And Sunday, guys, every Sunday, not starting, not starting tomorrow. <laughs> Probably next week, actually, matter of fact. Next week, Sunday, I have not decided a time yet, but I will. I, I probably will tomorrow, and you'll see it on my social media. I am actually going to be hosting another podcast every Saturday night, 9 p.m., this, this one right here, which I have no idea what the name of it is still, so we're just going to call it Stephen Urkintel's podcast. And then Sunday, either probably 9.30 in the morning or 1.32 p.m.-ish. It's not going to be a nighttime show. It'll either be morning or um, early afternoon. It is going to be called Urban Legends of the Paranormal. Now, for those that have been following me on social media, you all know that I did um, collaborate with a network with, with Madhouse Productions, who is amazing, IFM Nation. It's going to be on Roku. You know, the owner, the owner of this, Justice Lane, she's amazing. You know, we both kind of started out for a long time, long time ago. You know, I was kind of with them from the beginning, and 
back and forth, you know, we've been going, you know, I've watched them grow. They've watched me grow and, you know, they hit me up and yeah, I want to put you on the only paranormal investigator, you know, with the network and figured, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I trust justice. I trust her movement. I know what she's doing. I know how big, big it's going to get. It's definitely, you know, it's definitely going to be a stock here in the near future and she's climbing up with it. So anyways, you know, that's the name of the show. That's what it's going to be about. And urban legends of the paranormal where, you know, I was sitting there with, with Heather and we were talking about an idea about uh, maybe a month ago. And this is something I always wanted to do. And she definitely was like, Hey, actually, uh, honestly, I don't know if she said, and Hey, I don't know if she said it like that, but she mentioned yeah, urban legends would be cool. And somehow, you know, we just got to talk in paranormal. Yeah. You know, that would be cool. I always wanted to do something like that. You know, she threw the idea in my brain again and, the other night, I was on the phone with Christy, who Christy, Christy Cash is going to be also the co-host of the show. And, you know, she was, uh, she, she, she's going to partner with a lot of the stuff that I've been doing with Conjuring Mackies and around the Haunted Tours time, you know, even helping me kind of manage my life a little bit when it came to the conventions and the, and the traveling and this, that, you know, she's amazing. So, link back against this. We were on the phone maybe a week ago. I don't even know. I'm so bad with timing. I'll always be like maybe 10 years ago when it was 10 minutes ago, and I'll say a week ago when it was 20 years ago. But nonetheless, I was in the kitchen cooking, doing something, and she was on the phone. I was telling her a little bit about the details with what you know Justice said and some of the editing people, Madhouse, all them. I was on the phone with them, figured I'd call her, let her know. I was like, man, they told us that we should come up with a name. It, it didn't even take that long. It was just, hey, yo, let's mix, you know. Urban legends of the paranormal, urban legends of the paranormal. Boom, done. It's brilliant. It's perfect. I mean, it, it, it can't be any more perfect. It's never been done before. And as you all know, I do very unique techniques. I've put the gun to my head. I've, I've laid on live train tracks with the train coming, put a razor blade to Christie's throat and Conjuring Mackey's. Look it up. Conjuring Mackey's, guys, is a real reality documentation, documentary, whatever you want to call it, about Bobby Mackey's music world in Wilder, Kentucky, the only paranormal investigator in the field, me, spoke the truth about Bobby Mackey's. Check it out. Watch it. It's amazing. It's not 4K. It's not 1080 HP or whatever. So I know a lot of y'all might get bored and be like, oh, da, da, it, it doesn't look, it's too grainy. It's too this. But it's what real reality is. Get used to it, you know. But it's not what it's about. It's about the truth. And that's what that represents, the truth. But Urban Legends of the Paranormal, we're going to go pretty much talk about film everywhere, 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 everywhere that there's an urban legend. We're, urban legend. we're not going to go inside of these locations that 20 million paranormal investigators have done and fabricated their bullshit throughout the whole entire field, just getting the same shit, right? So what we're going to do is, let's, let's say, I don't know, um, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't want to say one that we're going to go do, uh, Mothman, right? Mothman, wherever, wherever that is, I have no idea. <laughs> Actually, not most man even paranormal related. Uh, okay, for instance, there's this bridge, right? Go, Urban Legends of the Paranormal. I just opened up the Instagram page, and I just posted something about a bridge. I can't remember the name of the bridge. Uh, fuck it, whatever. I'll go open up Instagram real quick and read it to you. Um, let me type it in. Urban Legends of the Paranormal. Right here, this bridge, okay? Uh, Hell's Gate Bridge in Alabama. So... This is pretty much what Urban Legends of the Paranormal is going to represent. The story of Hell's Gate Bridge in Alabama. The story of Hell's Gate Bridge starts in the 1950s. Supposedly, somehow drove their car, car off the bridge one night and both drowned. So there are two legends associated with Hell's Gate Bridge. One, 
if you drive your car out to the middle of the bridge and turn off the lights, the couple will magically appear in your car and leave a wet spot on the seat. Now, when I first read that, it got sexual. I don't know why they're in the back seat making, making the seats wet. Uh, obviously, because they drown, but the wet spot, just, yeah, instantly. I, you know, who died? It is what it is. Um, and the second one is, second one, this is how the bridge got its name is the belief that if you drive over the bridge and look over your shoulder halfway through, the scenery behind you turns into a portal to hell. Engulfed in flames. Hell's Gate Bridge is closed for the cars because, you know, it's just, it's, it's a disaster. People are, people are ridiculous. So they don't want anyone to get hurt. Anyways, we're not going here, but this is what Urban Legends of the Paranormal is going to be about. We're going to go to locations like this where there's urban legends. We're going to find out the real truth because behind every urban legend, there is a form of truth. No matter how small it is, a form of truth at one point started this urban legend. What we're going to do is we're going to go to these locations. We're going to do a lot of research on these locations, and we're going to figure out the truth, the core meaning behind it, and then we're going to correlate the energy behind it all. We're going to figure out why. Then we're going to do what I do best, which is paranormal, the investigation, um, paranormal it up, right, with the paranormal investigation aspect of it, and bring forth the energy that caused these urban legends to live. And it's never been done before. People love urban legends. You know, there's a lot, there is a lot of truth behind them, and it's so much better than just going to Waverly Hills and asking for the lady in white to come talk to us. So I feel like this is going to be really cool, guys, especially just oh, – there's so many cool urban legends out there. I mean, who, who wouldn't let – I mean, let, let's think about it. Did you know the – the, uh, the, not the Annabelle doll, the, what is it? I forget. Robert the doll, Robert the doll down in Key West, Florida, right? Robert the doll is actually, it's an urban legend. I mean, yeah, it exists. It's right there. However, it is an urban legend. It was said way back in the day, this, this is a doll that inspired the Chucky franchise films. Everybody knows the killer little Chucky doll, the good guy doll, stab, stab, run, run. And this doll inspired that, you know, it was a slavery thing, a plantation situation way back in the day. And the, the slave people were into voodoo. They gave this young boy, the white family, a gave the young boy a doll, and it was Robert the doll. And they said that it was cursed, it was possessed. That's what these that's what these folks did to it. And the doll was supposedly seen. This is where the urban legend is, guys. Like it was supposedly seen by neighbors running by the window, and these these family was killed. Robert the doll is actually in Key West, Florida. It is behind glass. And there's a lot of rumors behind it. it said that if you don't ask Robert the doll permission to take your picture, you can have the worst time while you're on the island. All you have to do is ask. The doll is not going to wink. The doll is not going to speak back. Maybe it does. Maybe it won't. I do not know. Can't say that it does. Nobody ever said it does. But you still have to ask permission. And if you do, your 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 time remaining, I'm not saying it will be the best time on QS, but it won't be shitty. <laughs> and at least because of the urban legend. But if you do not ask for Robert the doll's permission – and you take photos, there has, and you do take photos anyways. A lot of the photos have turned out very blurry. A lot of them did turn out black. Some people's cameras have actually broke. I'm not reading this offline either. I've done a lot of research on, on this type of stuff. Um, a lot of people also have gotten four flat tires over the weekend, couldn't change it. There's no, no one there to change it. A lot of people were getting tore by mosquitoes. And the second that they got off the island, magically everything went back to normal, right? Um, that's what's said about, that's what makes it an urban legend. And I love that. that that's the kind of shit that we're going to do. Urban legends of the paranormal. It's going to be amazing. I'm really super excited to start filming. 
I'm really super excited to get back, you know, working with Christy again. We, we, we make a great team when it comes to collaborating with a lot of, a lot of this stuff. And then I'm actually excited to be able to announce that urban legends, the paranormal, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with it, but that's what the podcast is going to be called. I am going to be talking about that every single Sunday. Christy will be joining me on and off again, whenever she can, depending on her schedule. And she'll be the co-host of the show, be the host. I guess we'll both be the host, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Either way, that's what we're going to talk about. Now, keep in mind, we will not be discussing any of the urban legends that we will be doing on the show. Because in otherwise, why would you tune into the show? But we will be discussing a lot of urban legends that are not really paranormal related, you know, such as Mothman, such as I don't really know off the top of my head. I got a lot of research to do. But keep an eye out for that, guys. It is going to be in the fall on Roku. If you do have Roku, go check it out, IFM Nation. Go download it. Go get it. Go bookmark it because my face will appear back on TV, and a lot of other bigger things are in the works for that. Also, therealstevenarcantello.com. Check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff you can see on there. Also, you can uh, check me out, Spooky Empire in Orlando, Florida, one of the biggest horror conventions. I will be at that as well. Signing a bunch of autographs, giving a bunch away, giving a, a lot of free shit away, talking about urban legends of the paranormal, talking about what I did on Haunted Tours, talking about just what it is that I do in life in this field. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions about what it is that I do. You know, my inbox blows up. Why do you bleed on the Ouija board? Why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Uh, if you guys really, really want to know, guys, you can um, – I'll, I'll talk about it. Like I'll talk about it on this podcast. I do not mind doing that. I know that I know what I do is very unorthodox. I know what I do is very extreme. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why, why would you, why would you put a gun to your head? Well, it's not like I'm randomly like, Hey, you know what? This place is haunted. Who, 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 who haunts it? Little, little black eyed child. How, how old is he? Seven, seven years old. Black eyed child. Give me a gun. I got put to my head. Makes no sense. Just give me a gun. doesn't matter. Don't ask questions. That's not how it works. So when I do these things, I'm recreating how somebody died. Now, why do I put the gun to my – because when I was in Tampa, Florida, in Ybor City, the Cuban club, a man walked into the building. He was like a worker there, blew the dude's brains out, and that's why I did it because I recreated how somebody died there. I'm not just choosing a random spot to be like, you know what? This feels like a very good day slip my wrist, set myself on fire and hang myself with a noose in this field of daisies because I don't like how beautiful it is outside right now. I don't like it. I don't like how sunny it is. I'm going to go in that field of daisies and I'm going to fuck everything up. It's, that's not what I do. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So there is, I, it, it's, it's, this is something that I said on, uh, on social media too. Uh, and, and here a little bit in the beginning, guys, I do not have a degree, right? I don't have a degree. I, I went to college, went to a lot of different colleges, studied what I want to study. I repeated 10th grade three times, not because I'm uneducated. It's because I'm, I'm uneducated in something. I did what I wanted to learn. I didn't want to be told what the school system had to tell me what I needed to learn. Wasn't how I wasn't how I felt was fit. So I don't know anything else other than this field. This is my passion. I chase my passion. Many other people chase a degree. They chase what they, they want. They thought they wanted to do, and they're not even doing it. I chase my passion. I became a ghostbuster, now a podcaster, a YouTuber, an influencer, soon to be back on TV again, a public figure, done movies. Like, like I did this without any agent, without anything, just passion. And so to think, just to think that I am a reckless, uneducated hobbyist who has no idea what I'm doing, 
that you need to think again because it, it, that doesn't even make sense. That just makes you sound so uneducated to even assume that. So I know what I'm doing. Um, it's everything that I, it's, this is all I know. Very educated and a lot of things with it. So anyways, that is it. I'm going to wrap this up. I honestly have nothing else to say unless anybody wants to shoot me again, guys, a text, anything. I, I know when I get off this, people are going to be like, man, you should have talked about that. Oh, hey, why do you do this again? Oh, hey, maybe you can talk about uh, – but all right, well, if you're listening right now, just shoot it to me. I can go on and on. I run, the, I run this whole podcast thing. I can stay on for 25 hours if I want to. Why 25? I don't know why 25. 24, whatever. 25 is an odd number to do. But anything, guys. Um, but since since uh, nobody's really saying anything, that's fine, perfectly fine. It, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. I know it's kind of late Saturday night. Everybody wants to go out and party. Party the world's opening back up. COVID for some reason no longer exists anymore. No idea why. But anyway, guys, Urban Legends of the Paranormal YouTube, Urban Legends of the Paranormal. I got to get a default pick. Check it out. I just started um just started kind of fucking with it. I'm not gonna have any like page on Facebook. I'm tired of like pages. I'm just tired of all this irrelevancy with social media. Again, go to Roku. If you have Roku, check it out. IFM Nation, start following it because in the fall time, August, September-ish, the show will launch. You're going to see you're going to see my face again on there. You're going to see a lot of cool shit. I'm telling you, this is going to change the paranormal field as you know it. I've been telling you the changes here. I've been telling you on the change. This is it. This is what's going to happen. Go to therealstevenurcantello.com. You can keep updated on everything in case I get banned on social media. You can follow me on Instagram. Follow me, Add me on Facebook, Stephen Urcantello, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-E-R-K-I-N-T-A-L-O. You can also find me on YouTube as well. I uh, I'm, I'm, haven't posted in a minute, but I've been working on a lot of content. Definitely subscribe if you want to. If you want to, I mean, it's completely up to you, you know, do whatever you want to do, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool if you did, guys. A lot of content's going to keep coming. Again, check it out starting next Sunday. Urban Legends of the Paranormal is going to be a lot of content. They are going to probably be about a two-hour show because there's going to be a lot to talk about. The first one will only be an hour. And join me again one week from today as well, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to check real quick, make sure there is absolutely no more messages. Just to double check, there are none. No biggie. I hope everybody has a wonderful, 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 wonderful weekend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And I will talk to everybody on – actually, hold on one second. Okay, perfect. Now, I hope everyone has a great night. I'll talk to everybody on social media if you follow me. And again, I will talk to you all again at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great night.